Hello everyone, Adam here from 3 Count Radio and today we have the British Bombshell Women's Champion, Stacey Rose. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm alright, not so bad. Yourself? I am fantastic, thank you. Very, very well. What have you been up to? Uh, not a lot today. Um, I'm kind of in a weird limbo at the minute because I've just finished studying um so I've just I've moved from Liverpool sort of back to my hometown and uh yeah it's weird not being busy um from a non-wrestling standpoint anyway it's so strange just everything's just calmed down in a weird way I get you yeah I do understand that like it's it is hard isn't it like somewhat being used to being busy so Hmm. when you're not you don't know what to do with yourself don't you yeah but then you get used to sort of having that time to yourself and everything so when things do get busy again all of a sudden it's uh it can be quite overwhelming at times (laughs) it's like it's uh it's good to find like a happy sort of middle ground where you're busy enough but you're not taking on too much at the same time yeah 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 I get you with that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was what was it you were studying again? Sorry, I saw the picture of you with your your garb on and everything. Okay, so the cap and gown, uh, my graduation last month, that was for my bachelor's in performing arts, um, which I actually got last year, but the graduation was postponed because of COVID and everything. Um, And then this year, I've spent studying a PGCE, which is the teacher training. Uh, degree. Ah, okay. Yeah. Teacher training. Well, what is it you're looking to get into? What subject? Uh, performing arts or drama, theatre, something along those lines. That's amazing. Congratulations. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> it's, I've said this a few times now, and um, with the whole, you know, pro wrestling interest, I've said it a few times now, like, it's something part of me kind of wishes I got into a little bit when I was in high school mm. you know so I so I you know see I, I tapped into it a bit more um but yeah it is an it is an interesting one yeah um yeah I never I never thought like because it's a bit quiet I never thought I'd be in, I'd be able to do that sort of thing in front of a crowd yeah but like funny story time actually i was gonna um mention you know being in front of like a small crowd i say when we're doing promo class with chris brooker that's when i actually really enjoy it even though it's only like small it can be quite nerve-wracking but that's the first time i saw you yes yeah that's the first time we met was at promo class and i'm the best thing about about that class is you don't, unless you've seen someone on a show, you don't really know because you there's a mixture of say me who is extremely far from being booked on a show. <laughs> let's be honest, and say someone that like you or Holly Hudson who are champions, and you get a mixture of the two. Yeah, I think I mean I can't say enough good things about Chris Brooker's promo mm. class. I think. 
the man is a magician. I think um, they're at Future Shock Performance Centre, for those who don't know, second one day of every month. Um, and just the environment in those classes, like there's genuinely no judgment and um, everyone's really supportive of each other. So if you're experimenting with a character or catchphrases, then that's a place where you can do that and not feel silly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like I've I've loved it because I always like that kind of that, that side to invest in any way. And yeah, it's no one, as you said, no one judges because everyone's in the same boat. Yeah. Um, that's when I went to, I was a bit, um, a bit nervous and it showed because I was yeah. a, bit, a bit like that in my, uh, my promo throughout. <laughs> yeah, that nervous energy, but the promo didn't match the nervous energy. It, it got like raw in my mind, but. But again, it's all part of training. I mean, you go to training to, um, to do those things and to make mistakes and to get the feedback so you know it's you know cutting a promo at training and you know being nervous you know it's it's better to do that at training than it is to do it just just throw somebody in front of a live crowd and give them a mic and go right away you go you've never done this before don't matter very 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 true it's daunting and but it, it as you said, like there's such a comforting environment and you don't just get feedback from Chris Booker, you get feedback from the other people who are there as well. Yeah. Which is fantastic. It, it really is. Absolutely couldn't agree more that the man is a magician. Yeah. He's he's got a, yeah, such a wealth of knowledge. The people he knows I I I don't understand how he's got the connections that he's got, but well, I yeah. think it's um years spent on the comedy circuit, I would have thought. Very true, yeah, very yeah. true. He's yeah, absolutely yeah, incredible. Yeah, Chris Brock, a wonderful human being. Mm-hmm. Guy. Yeah, incredible. If, if at at all, if you're looking to get into wrestling or if you've been training for a while. But you want to get a look at your character, Roma Class is the perfect place. Yeah, absolutely perfect place. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, moving back to that uh, drama's degree, and you're on a hazard, I guess that has helped you out a lot because you are very, very good at jaw jacking with the crowd. <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 I would say having a background in drama helped. Um, because I was, I was a theatre kid when I was young. I did my right. drama BTEC years ago before I even got into wrestling. Mm. And I think just having that prior experience of being on a stage and being taught to sort of improvise and interact with crowds and stuff, um, it, it really helped me because I was, I'm not a natural athlete. So sometimes it takes me a, a bit longer to pick things up from a technical wrestling standpoint. So I think being able to become a character um, really helps me. Yeah. And I think my background in theatre really helped that side of me 
so it's all been like an evolution I guess yeah yeah I'm I understand that completely yeah and I, I love the character side of wrestling that's what I think that's what brings most most wrestling fans into wrestling the storyline the character the larger than life characters you see on tv or you see on the indies and it's what gets me anyway because I'm in the future my my ultimate goal is to become a manager somewhat yeah. like that's that's an ultimate goal in the future and um yeah. I mean that that is that that's 100% character driven yeah I mean even thinking back to when I was a kid like first getting into wrestling around about 1999 I mean you gotta look at who's around at the time like my first favorite wrestler was The Rock and when uh, you think back on The Rock you don't necessarily obviously, obviously there are matches that you go oh yeah Rock Austin and Rock Triple H great matches yeah but when someone says The Rock the first thing you think of is his catchphrases yeah and how his character used to rip on the other guys mm-hmm. um and I guess that's what I loved about The Rock as a kid that he was um so sarcastic and he was funny and you know it was the wrestling was almost secondary to that yeah almost not quite but almost mm. um and the same goes for that era so like Steve Austin uh Triple H Kane Undertaker even Shawn Michaels it was the characters that drew people in yeah yeah because I, I I always say like if you watch a match and you have no idea who they are, say go back a few eras, you haven't seen the build up, you just watch the match. It yeah. might be, might be a great match. But for a lot of the time, that'll for the most part, that's all you'll see. Just a decent match. Yeah. Whereas if you were to watch the build up and watch the story and watch the character development that's when you're hooked yeah like, i always think back to like you know the everlasting feud between gargano and champa like, yeah i couldn't be more hooked couldn't it, it blew my mind because i'm a massive massive gargano mark <laughs> yeah I love the man to there um but like, it's it's one of them that character work champa just going off the deep end just absolutely just it's incredible and yeah, I that... mean, one of the hottest names in wrestling at the minute njf mm. pure character and obviously stellar wrestler as well but i think his storyline with wardlow has had one of the best builds in years that's I, that there you go there you go long-term storytelling mm-hmm Long-term booking, long-term storytelling. As long as you're careful with it, yeah, it can go. It can take a crowd to places you never thought you'd ever be taken. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Completely it's, agree. It's not one hundred percent about the wrestling. Yeah, we sit there and watch matches, and we sit there and watch wrestlers that may might, might not be like an AJ Styles or Shawn Michaels, you know, Bret Hart in the ring. But as long as you can tell a story in the ring, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's 
my two cents anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tangent we weren't expecting to go off on. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway. <laughs> start the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I'm, yeah, that's that's uh, quite a, a hallmark of my podcast. It's just tangents. No one really expects to go. No, that's that's fine. It it beats the. Uh, I've done podcasts before where people have mm. just stuck to the questions that they've written down, and that's it. So mm. I appreciate a bit of conversation. <laughs> my, I, I. The thing is for me, it's my questions are guidelines. Yeah, I don't. I I don't. I've, ever since I first started, I never really wanted to rigidly stick to this, this, and this because it's not organic. Yeah. And well, the podcast—I'm the host of the podcast, but it isn't about me. Yeah. So I, I, I guide the conversation, but you're the guest, so try and make it as much about the guest as possible. That's good. I like it when it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> As I've seen in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it. So what was it that, um, well, we've talked on it a little bit, but what was it that motivated you to step inside the ring and start training? So it was it was many moons ago now. Um, I think I was coming to the end of my BTEC. I was just turning 18 and... I didn't want to go to uni. I think I'd sort of fell out of love with theatre a bit. Okay. And I was sort of racking my brains. And, you know, I was a big wrestling fan. Yeah. Um, and it was like, well, why not? Why no. not? And then I was talking to a friend about it one day. And she just happened to have another friend like and one of her other friends was hanging out with us and he said oh well I go to this place um up the road so why don't you tag along and uh that was it it's not what you know isn't it it's who you know yeah exactly it's funny how things work out like little happenstance yeah it's great like he just happened to be there that day I'd never really I think I don't know if I'd met him before that but I didn't really know him Mm. Um. Yeah. I love the um. I love the irony of that. You'd fallen out of love with theatre, so you go to train to become a wrestler. <laughs> it's just theatre, <laughs> basically. Yeah, <essentially. laughs> yeah. You know what it's I mean, though. The more traditional. Type, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's such a. It's so niche. It's so different to anything. Like, describing pro wrestling. To someone, it's a wormhole. It's so someone who doesn't watch it is so so difficult. Yeah, I mean, you get people and they debate. You know, is it theatre? Is it sport? Is it sports entertainment? It's literally all of those things that we've described it as. Mm. It's literally all of those things. You know, but it I... is live theatre. It is sports because you've you know you've got to have a decent level of fitness. Yeah. Um, but it is also sports entertainment because that's how we're entertaining people by with this idea of sport. That's the story. So a lot of people don't like the whole like sports entertainment thing. And I understand it. I do get it because it is professional wrestling. 
Um, at the end, at the same time, it's theatre, so yeah. I do understand the sports entertainment because the only reason, the only way I, the way I look at it is, I don't look at pro wrestling as an out and out competitive sport because there's an out, there's a predetermined outcome. Sorry to pull about the curtain a bit. Like that's the only way I don't really look at it as an out and out competitive kind of sport. Yeah. But you do need to have a high level of fitness mm-hmm. in order to fully 100% become a proper professional wrestler and a lot of psychology as well. Yeah. There's, there is a lot that does go into becoming a pro wrestler. It's not just getting the ring, this, this, and this, go home. Probably yeah. for some people, not just not the way I look at it. But um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got to work so hard outside of training and outside of shows. Um, like right now, doing this podcast and doing podcasts like this, obviously these are all meant for promotional purposes, if you like. Mm-hmm. So that's one aspect of it. You know, managing your social media, going to the gym. Um, yeah. There's all these things that sort of go into it that, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. And you have to be able to manage that. 100% agree. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, this this and the podcast is something I've never regretted in my life. I absolutely love doing this. I get yeah. to talk to I get to talk to people I pay to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's mental to me. But <laughs> hey, you're absolutely right though. And as far as the Twitter part is concerned, I'm guilty of being very, very shit. <laughs> at Twitter <laughs> I sent a tweet out earlier today asking if um, people would like me people would like me to see like if, if people would like me to speak English for people for a very very good wait, good start um, I'm absolutely guilty of doing the same thing sometimes <laughs> I think I just talk too fast and my <laughs> mouth gets ahead of the words it's such an embarrassingly common thing for me. It's so bad. Um, yeah, I sent one out today asking if um, people would like to see, like me to do a video on like what I'd like do do we to do in the future, given you know what the fuck's happened with Vince. Holy shit! Yeah, it's been a bit. Uh... <laughs> Been a bit of a wild, what, two weeks? Week? I feel like it's only been a week, actually. I think so, yeah. Like, um, at, at time of recording, anyway. Yeah, at time of recording, yes. Um, it's absolutely batshit bonkers. Like, what's, like, what, what, what's your take on all of this? So, uh, for a bit of context, as of recording, we mm-hmm. have had SummerSlam and we've just had the post-SummerSlam Raw. Um, I've not watched either yet, I'll be honest. Oh, um, okay. I've, heard... I've watched SummerSlam, I've not watched it all. Yeah. So, um, I've seen bits. I'm not, spoilers don't really bother me. So, I've seen bits on social media. Um, and, you know, from people who've watched the full shows, I've heard really good things. Yeah. Um, I mean, my take on it is that... Um, I think Vince has been out of touch for a while. Gotcha. And I think he's needed to take a step back for a while. 
-hmm. and it's a shame that it's taken uh what we should probably call uh alleged um accusations to um cause him to step back um but i think considering that last end of last year triple h wasn't in the best of health um to see it come around where he is in charge of creative i think that's what uh, people have been crying out for because on when he had nxt um you know everybody loved it i mean you mentioned the gargano champa feud before that was all under triple h um and i think he's probably I mean, obviously, I don't know the guy, but he's probably got <laughs> his finger on the pulse a bit more than his father-in-law did. Yeah, um, I think so, yeah. I, I think you can tell. I mean, in just, like, the two shows, like, like, would Vince have thought of Brock lifting up the ring with a tractor? Holy shit. I, that was probably the first spoiler I saw on Twitter <laughs> the next morning. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I sent my friend who doesn't watch wrestling a message. I said, if I told you Brock Lesnar lifted the ring up with a tractor with Roman Reigns still inside, sending him <laughs> toppling into the outside, would you believe me? That, that was a message I sent to a friend. <laughs> that happened. And Brock's face when he did it. Oh, my God. The other thing as well, actually, I mean, and this is just dirt sheet stuff, so I don't know how much truth is in it. You've always got to take the dirt sheets with a pinch of salt. Well, very much, yeah. But apparently this new stable of Bailey, EO and Dakota Kai um, was pitched ages ago and Vince shot it down, apparently. Yeah. Um, um, so again, to see that, if that was the case, to see that happening, again, and people are loving it, it's kind of like it kind of shows you how much he again Vince's finger may not have been on the pulse. Um I think there's evidence I think I think there's quite a bit of evidence for that to be true with the fact that both EO and Dakota Kai were working dark matches at the time on SmackDown. Mm. Um EO was, as we all know, on that's a few months of her contract. Dakota Kai had been released. Dakota bloody Kai. Swept. The love I have for that lady. I was what when she got released. She's Charlie Girl on Twitch. I'd be, I, I'd watch every Twitch, every Twitch stream of hers. I, I love her. I, I think yeah. she's phenomenal. And she's great. Yeah. That heel turn on Tegan Knox when she goes out and then turns around and just kicks her in the face. It's, I would love to see her with gold for a long period of time, not for the same day. Yeah. I mean, a long period of time. She's phenomenal. Um, but I think that it is dirt sheet, as you say, but I think the dark matches kind of back that up a little bit. Yeah, it all adds up a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I'd like to say that I kind of manifested it because <laughs> on my on my WWE 2K22 universe mode, I had the team of Bailey and Dakota Kai. Okay. I had them together in a few leading up to Money in the Bank. And 
I'd like to say as soon as I saw that happen, I just looked on the side. I, I, I did that. That's me. <laughs> so we all have Adam Barker to thank for the WWE. It's uh that's I, I I know you've not like you've not seen the show, but the moment what the very very first match and after the first match that moment of three of three of the best in the world in Bailey Dakota Kai and Eo, Eo Sky now which well even still... Becky and Becky again it's it's like five of the best in the world I mean the fact that Becky worked that match uh with a separated shoulder is that legit I haven't yeah. heard that yeah there is a picture floating around somewhere where you can actually see the uh, the separation. Um, but yeah, that's that's legit. But then even on Raw, on Raw, I think Asuka and Alexa uh, backed up Bianca once Becky was taken out from what I've seen. So it looks like the, um, the women's division's having a shot in the arm. Which it's desperately needed because the vast majority of them were sent packing yeah uh, that that whole host i mean the whole thing with the massive like host of releases over the past few years on one end they were needed because the do we had a monumentally bloated roster with a lot of people not doing anything but at the same time, it was the manner of how they were done. Just mass upon mass releases, sent packing goodbye, no dukers. And like people like Braun Strowman, people like who were just in world title matches days ago. And then off. Oh, like the past few years have been very extremely severe for WWE. So this is no different. This is still very severe, but now. It's been kind of down. Hopefully, we're now going back on an upward trajectory. Like, I haven't watched WWE consecutively over and over since about 2018, I think. Um, the Survivor Series show with Ronda and Charlotte, that, that show I didn't watch. And it was from then on, I just lost interest yeah. in like, weekly watching because three hour raw, two hour SmackDown, and then potentially NXT is a lot of content. And kind of lost interest, but after watching that SummerSlam, I, that's the most interesting I've ever been to watch Raw. And I think tonight, um, I think I'm gonna give it a wee watch. Yeah. Because as well as of recording, it's the day after Raw. Yeah. And yeah, it, it you're right. The women's division just seem to be getting the, the shot in the arm. It, desperately does need yeah and it, it'll be interesting to see what they do because everyone's talking about the those the women's stuff at the minute but mm. i think i can foresee an a sort of overhaul of the product i don't think it's going to be too extreme where they're sort of resetting it per se but i think storylines are going to have better outcomes and you know things like that things might start making a little bit more sense well, we won't have someone tearing up the script moments before they go live. Yeah. So I think that'll help. Yeah. 
then that I think with story story and continuity that would help a little bit. I think so, yeah. I think the only downside of the show was the Ronda Liv match. Um it got cut because Miz, Miz and Logan Paul went long. Right. But even then, they the ending. I don't want to ruin too much for you. I know you've not watched it, but oh, spoilers don't bother me, like I say. The ending didn't they've got no shine for one. She's got like pretty much like Loki and the Hulk in the first Avengers movie where you just like that all over the place. Right. Yeah. They need to shine. And she's in an arm bar, pushes her over into the arm bar, so the shoulders are down. So count on two, and as it goes down for the three, she taps for the three, so it's a dusty finish. Yeah. It doesn't make Liv look good. And I'm very worried because finally there's a champion that they want, that the crowd are they're behind the crowd yeah. are massively behind it because we've had Ronda as we've had Charlotte for for what feels like 20 years yeah. uh, of Charlotte just being like, being champion all the time and I don't dislike Charlotte much like I just I didn't dislike seeing it what I did when I was younger it, it's more the booking of them and I don't want Liv to be booked too weak of a champion Right, yeah. these lucky outcomes. I want it to be like crafty, outsmarting her opponents. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, SmackDown will probably be um, worth a watch to see what they do there because uh, I'm of the understanding that Ronda turned heel after the match at SummerSlam. Yeah, she which I think suits her more. That does shit ton of officials, so yeah, she turned yeah. heel. <laughs> Which, okay. yeah, you're right. That's the silver lining out of it. She's a much, much better heel. Because let's face it, she came in from USC. She's Hollywood. She's this, she's that. And WWE fans don't like that very much. Yeah. It, it, Brock's gotten over after a long time of being booed because he's now being himself. Yeah. It's a, even when The Rock came back from Hollywood, they booed The Rock for coming back from Hollywood. It, it's something that's kind of ingrained in the wrestling fans' psyche that they don't like this sort of... They came in that came, came into the business the wrong way, which I disagree with. I don't think yeah. there's any wrong way of coming into the business, but heel Ronda feeding into that works a lot more. Yeah. So at least it's that. But going from one champion to another, how does it feel me introducing Stacey Rose as the British bombshell champion? It's still a bit surreal, to be honest. <laughs> um, I think because, I don't know, I've only been back at training for just over a year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I was expecting anybody to make me champion before or like within the first year of being back. Um, especially because um, given my background and everything, um, yeah, it's just, it's all so, it's all happened so quickly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah so it's still it's it's cool but it's it's yeah it's still a bit weird what was the moment like like um i wish i could have seen them seen the match um what was the yeah, moment why weren't like, you there adam <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure you had other important wrestling related things too because sometimes it happens shows happen uh, you'll get weekends where every show is running god yeah yeah, yeah and you, you'll go to one and someone goes oh have you been to this no it's not, it's not, have you been to have you been what okay slow down <laughs> <laughs> we only have so much money for tickets please stop <laughs> exactly right exactly exactly um but yeah um it yeah it's even though i, I obviously knew it was happening mm-hmm. it's still that moment it gets announced it's still it's so strange like it's i don't know if it's just me but i it almost feels like it's not actually happening i guess and then I guess because the adrenaline's still going from the match, it's not really until you get backstage and you know they want promo pictures of you with the belt for and all that. It's that's when you're kind of like, oh okay. And then when you have an extra thing to carry back to the car as well, <laughs> that's when you're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't think about that. You come in with your standard standard gear and stuff and then leave champion yeah i was a bit worried actually at first because because (laughs) the belt itself wouldn't fit into my suitcase because i've only got like a little suitcase and it wouldn't fit and i was like oh i've got to walk across the car park with this over my shoulder but luckily enough they had an actual like belt bag to put it in so bit like finger that big show when he got ribbed they really told him Oh yeah, we all walk around with the belt on our shoulder. And he's like that at the airport walking around with the belt and everyone's talking like, mate, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's one thing that I'm sort of like, at least I don't have to go through airports with it. Not at the moment anyway. But, (laughs) you know, you hear stories of like people getting stopped because, you know, your luggage goes through the thing and they want to see it and it's all a bit of a novelty. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's it's all been really cool um, because I think because Bombshells is just sort of um, re-establishing itself as a brand. Um, they've been pushing it quite hard on Twitter as well. <laughs> so I'm having yeah. to keep up with uh, any tweets about it and interacting. Um, yeah, it's been really cool, but also very surreal at the same time. Yeah, I mean... It's- I can imagine. I can imagine something like when you're a wrestler, yeah, I think we'd all be lying if we said we didn't think about it like 24 7, like that moment, like all the time. So for that to actually become a reality, I can imagine that being quite difficult to convey. Yeah, I mean, because I know people, belts aren't the be all and end all, because as we know, wrestling's predetermined. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not actually um, competing mm. in the same way you'd compete in a shoot fight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, at the same time, it is still like a little acknowledgement of how well you've done and yeah. how at least that one promoter, how they view you. Um. So, yeah, it's, it's nice. I agree. Yeah. I mean, 
it's it is an acknowledgement. It's all the work you've done that's led up to you becoming champion. So, and right right now, you are the one representing British Bombshell Wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Pressure. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Especially when it's pointed out that people like Little Miss Roxy and Lana Austin have held the belt before you, and it's like. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it just makes it even better that this heritage behind it. Yeah. Much better. It's it's great. And what was where did the sun come from? I know, yeah, I was kind of watching that. It's kind of just creep up. <laughs> I go, uh wait, there we go. <laughs> um does it feel like is there a different feel with it being a women like in a women's promotion? Um, so at the moment, I won the Bombshells Championship at Unstoppable, mm-hmm. uh, which is an intergender promotion, not just a general promotion. Yeah. So I've not actually worked an all-female show yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not be surprised if there was a bombshells show in the pipeline. I don't know that. I just wouldn't be surprised if it happened, mm-hmm. um, especially because the amount of talent in the Northwest right now in women's wrestling is absolutely insane. Very much agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I worked that match, the championship match was a triple threat. It was me, Rebecca Resner and Gia Adams. Um, phenomenal absolutely love it was a lot of fun Um, that says itself so easy to work with Um, you know Lana Austin runs a women's class at Future Shock so there's a lot of girls coming out of there right now and you've probably seen most of them at LWF yeah Um, and then I mean it's it's just insane there's so (laughs) many there's, I mean, and then on top of that, you've got people like Harley, um, Alexis, Tonga, Lizzie. Uh, it's, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Kelly Van Ness, Katie Hawkins, uh, Lily Winter, Helen, Helena Razor. I nearly said Helena Razor then. I always have to stop myself. <laughs> it's uh, it, Lucy Sky. Lucy Sky, oh my god, Lucy Sky. Mm. Oh, absolute champ. I, oh, bless her at the minute. She's she was on a roll, yeah, and I'm just so gutted for her at the minute, man. So am I. I I was, um, front and center at the show, as you knew. A little bit of context. Quite surprised Miss Stacey Rose here actually said yes to come on here because at that show I gave her quite a bit of shit. (laughs) So thank you. You did. You're a very good audience member. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Only in professional wrestling would giving someone the the maximum amount of shit equate to, oh, yeah, you're good, you. You're good, (laughs) Egg. But um, yeah. So massively fear for her, massively. Yeah, 
she'll be back though. She's an absolute warrior. She'll be back. Oh, gotcha. She loves wrestling. Um, you know, that we all do. Um, but um, she's one of those girls that I'm just. I mean, any of the girls, I'll just say it. People avoid saying these things on, on podcasts, but I'll, I'll acknowledge it. The girls who came from Runcorn, the ones who are still knocking about, I'm so proud of all of them because, you know, they didn't come from easy, an easy beginning in this industry. Um, you know, there was every chance that they could have been held back and, you know, they're all smashing it. And, you know, Lucy's one of them and I couldn't be prouder of her because she is absolutely smashing it. Um, it's the first time I've watched her. Not too certain. I think, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think the first time I may have, I may have properly seen Lucy's guy live was at Extreme Fields at TNT last year. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we are in August now, and that was almost a fully fledged year ago, makes me sick. Um, <laughs> I, he's done that changed my life. That was absolutely just something, something else. That was that was my first time seeing Lucy Sky. Of course, I'd seen Harley quite a few times before that. Of course, you had. She's uh, everywhere. <laughs> very true. More now than ever as well. I know. It's, it's amazing. It's fully deserved. It's absolutely fully deserved. Absolutely, every, yeah. Every time I see her on Twitter, she's at another promotion. She's in England. She's in Scotland. She's in Israel. Yeah. For God's <laughs> Israel. Yeah. British wrestling indies. And I never in my wildest dreams thought Israel would... I, 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 yeah. What? <laughs> Incredible. It's incredible. Absolutely stunning. I'm so happy for her. I'm just so I love I just love wrestling in general. Like everyone right now is male, female, or whatever, everyone's killing it right now. And it's just it's amazing to see. Yeah. And I that, mean I think one of my favorite things, because because I wasn't at Extreme Fields last year. So I must have seen Lucy at a Wrestle Island show when you kind of have that moment of like, she, you know, she has a belter of a match and you go, well, where did that come from? Because I hadn't seen her for so long. I hadn't seen her wrestle for so long. And then there was a clip online of an island show that I couldn't get to. It was when they did the red light, green light match. Mm. <laughs> and there was this spot where... Lucy gets Lance Rivera up for a powerbomb and it says red light. So she's just got him on her shoulders <laughs> for this entire, like, I don't know, 30 seconds or whatever it is before it says green light. And I thought that's got to take some strength. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's especially skinny like, to that, but to have anyone up there for that long has to. Just take some going, yeah. And mental strength to have Lance's crotch in your face for the entire time. That's a good point. I don't think I don't know if anybody wants that to be fair. Yeah, I just, 
anybody, especially after you've wrestled for a bit, you don't want anyone's crotch in your face, really. No. No. But yeah, to, to, um, nice to summarise, Lucy's smashing it at the minute and she'll be back from injury and she'll she'll be smashing it again. Hopefully she won't come for me. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully not me. Please not me. I've, I've, seen a few through, a I've seen a few of your comments on Twitter trying to get out of a few matches with Rebecca and other people. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I mean, Rebecca's another one that I, I'd wrestle again. And I mean, the only match I've had with her was that triple threat. So, you know, I'd, I'd be up for a singles match with Rebecca Resner. I mean, she's she's a lot of fun, um, even backstage. You know. Someone I've not watched live, actually. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and it's someone that I would absolutely love to see live. And yeah, I mean, she's more Leeds-based, I think. That so explains a lot. Yeah, she works more sort of like Yorkshire. Yeah. Uh, I believe. And uh, BWR as well over um British Ashton. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I'd love to see more of Rebecca in the Northwest. I mean she works on Stoppable. Um I've met her a couple of times there. Um but yeah, she's definitely someone that I'd love to see more. Yeah. In and around um, the Northwest. I'd be um, very happy with that, yeah. Very yeah. happy with that. I, I, I've only ever heard good things. Yeah. Only ever heard good things. So I'd be very happy. The more I see, the merrier, really. I, but that's the thing with with the British wrestling scene at the, like, at the moment, because if you, like me, basically, if I, I'm from Wigan, I, um, I'm British, like Northwest based, basically. So I'm going to be seeing the fact that it's a future show. Uh, LWF potentially TNT now and then if I can make it to a show, yeah, but not mostly northwest, but northwest based. But that's that's the thing, that's just like that much of the entire British scene. There's so many people that you might not even ever see because it's that packed with talent, yeah. That... I would say maybe I'm a little bit, I mean, I'm a yeah, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but like. I would say the Northwest is probably the strongest scene at the minute. Like, I'd don't get me wrong, there's some phenomenal talent, like from the Midlands yeah. and from down south. But for sure, I think there's so much talent coming out the Northwest. Come on, Gamar. Come on, Gamar. And it's when the thing is, when you, um, when you see it, there's one, there's one way. St- one thing seeing it, I'll get my words out. Again, put my teeth in. <laughs> um, it's one thing seeing it on a show. Mm-hmm. It's another seeing it when you're training yeah. and seeing like this person or this person, like these oh, future stars, like these are people who are really killing it right now and they're not, not quite booked on shows yet, but when they are, they'll be everywhere. And it's, I love that. I mean, I can't speak for other wrestling schools because at the moment I've not been able to get to them. But, you know, I mean, if you try to book into Future Shock at any point, you've got to book your sessions, like, so far in advance. And, you know, you go to those sessions, there's so many trainees there at the minute. And, you know, like you say, ones who aren't getting booked, but you look at them and you're like, you're going to be so good. 
you're going to be so good. And then the only other place I've managed to get to is Wrestle Island. Um, their school's relatively new. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've got students there as well who, I mean, I don't know if you've seen um, Padraig Quinlan on Twitter. He's only really worked no. Wrestle Island and Infamous so far. Wrestle oh. Island, I've, I've not got, never been to Wrestle Island. It's, it's my bucket list of mine to go. Yeah, I mean, probably a little bit awkward to get to from Wigan, to be honest. Um, but if you can get down there, it's absolutely worth it. I mean, those yeah. shows are always packed out. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's another one as well. Only ever heard good things. That's another show. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a bucket list to go. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's, sure. Like, RWF as well, though, they have a... I've seen a few of the. I remember sitting in, um, for one of the classes. I I didn't train necessarily because I wasn't fit at the yeah. time, um, but they have a great, great school as well, RWF, and yeah, it's great to see some of them. It's great to see the ones that are trained to come through, come through the academy and get on the shows, and then seeing people. Like you've seen from the start, just go on and improve and improve and improve. And yeah. it, recently, I've seen quite a, quite a few people that are exactly like that. Like LK, for example. Yeah. Uh, she was in, we were in the same beginners class together. Um, I watched Tonga's debut to so to see her then, yeah. to see her now. I, I just. She commands the attention of everyone there just by being in the ring. It's so cool just to see how people develop um, yeah. when you've seen them from the beginning. Yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah, like Young Guns as well. I mean, God's sake, and you talk about injuries, fucking hell, Ethan Allen can't catch a break. Yeah. Like, we watched them from the beginning as well, like when they debuted at Future Shock and see them just it's it's hurtful to be honest that Ethan Allen's so young, yeah, and so good. It, it, <laughs> it pains me. <laughs> I don't think there's anything worse than you see someone who's phenomenal and you go, "How old are you?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm 19," and you're like, "Excuse me," because <laughs> you yeah. know they've not peaked yet. Yeah, yeah. Sod off, please. <laughs> add add another ten years on yourself, please. Yeah, CC Holly <laughs> Hudson. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God! It 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 hurts a bit. Yeah. It does hurt inside. So I'm, I'm personally I'm 26. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not by any means saying I'm old. But like when you see 19 year olds, and I and I just try to think back to myself, like what the fuck I was doing at that age. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer I, not to think about it. To be honest. <laughs> Yes, yeah, good shout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's phenomenal to see them. Absolutely incredible to see just people doing good, other people yeah. doing well. It's yeah. all I you love want it when people do well. Yeah, it's all you want. It's yeah. all you want. You don't want negativity. You want don't want bullshit. Just want literally just want to see people go out there, have fun, and improve. That's it. Yeah. yeah. 
someone else I, I absolutely I mean she's been on someone else who's been on she's been on the scene for a, a long time but someone else who I absolutely just love seeing is Jenny B and yeah the, the reaction she gets when I, I went to the recent mutiny taping at WF yeah and it's just she it's just <laughs> <laughs> you, it, it, you get lost for words I just someone at the very far end could say something and she's so tuned in yeah every little thing and I like working with Jenny she's she's great fun to work with mm. yeah she's great great fun to heckle as well yeah <laughs> so I um I was doing a wee bit of research mm-hmm. and on the uh, YouTube channel, I saw that you did a, an, an intergender match with Eight and Steen, or as yes. on the title of the video, Eight and Steel. Oh, right. <laughs> so I, I'm sure I love that. <laughs> <laughs> not certain, but it, yeah. Um, what was it like wrestling? Well, well, first of all, what's it? What's it? Your view on what's it like wrestling an intergender match? And what was it like wrestling eight and steel? Eight on steel. Um, <laughs> well, it was it was actually the first intergender match that I've ever wrestled outside oh. of training. Okay. Um, so that's something ticked off. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it, apart from it was a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> real easy guy to work, real nice. Yeah, I mean, Aiton's a nice guy anyway, you know yeah. that. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't really know what else to, <laughs> what else to say about it, because it's kind of like, you know, it's it's another match, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, like, the way I'm I see both. it is intergender wrestling, it's... Yeah, it's it's another match to me. I there you go. I I, I don't see the issue personally. I'm exactly exactly the same as you. I, yeah. I mean, it, it was you know it, the match went well. Um, <laughs> even if we did get halfway through, and then we got the call to like like two minutes left, and we were like, "Excuse me." Um, but that happens sometimes. Mm. Um, you know, good match. Work the crowd. Crowd were into it. They sounded it, yeah. Yeah. Sounded into it. Yeah. I mean, and Aiton's great. And Aiton accordioned himself on my rainmaker for me. So I appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. He very much did, yeah. Yeah. So it, I mean, I wish I, I wish we could see more of Aiton's Dean, to be honest. Um, I know he uh, he's mostly at LWF. I know he's done bits at Catch as well, but he does BTW as well. Uh, he yeah, started BTW. doing some there. Well, yeah, he's he's someone I'd like to see more of around the around the Northwest scene because he, I I love I love Aiton. Like as a wrestler and as a person, he's such a sound guy. Yeah, uh, he's a he's a good wrestler, and you know he's. Uh, his gimmick is, you know, something that 
not that you've not seen before, but it's interesting. Like it's unique to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You never get him confused with anybody else. I yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm, I agree with that. Yeah, it's um, it's not out there. It's not wild, but it's different. Yeah. And I like that. I do like that. And he's sometimes gone out there and wrestled in his boxes, which I appreciate. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, his match with um, his match with Getsky, one of many, to be fair. But his latest one, yeah, for number one contendership was, I, it was it was Ridgeway esque. Was this the one at Aces High? Yeah. Yeah. It was very very um, Ridgeway esque in the um, put in the performance of it in the how I put it how it went with the. The strikes, the the holds. Like when you're watching the Ridgeway match, the crowd usually remain quite quiet, but not in a quiet, not a bored quiet, and a very, very interested, just sitting, taking every little thing in. Yeah. And it was very much like that. It was paced really well. And those two, the, 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 those two work perfectly together. It's It's one of those... It's one of those where you just know that feud's never ending. They just they're always going to be wrestling each other some way, some capacity, and you never gotta get bored of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, chemistry in the ring is is important. And I think Aiton and Getsky have got that chemistry together where they, you know, I'd be shocked if they had a bad match with each other. Yeah. 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 So would I. They. Yeah. It's it's incredible. It yeah. it really is, and it's great to see. Because like, Getsky is another one as well. Getsky is someone who. I can I I can genuinely see in a few years' time Getsky being up there at the top. He's he's, he's in my eyes just that good. Yeah. Uh, and he's uh he's worked a lot on his physique as well mm. recently. I've noticed. Um. Yeah, he's doing really well, Getsky. I, yeah. I can see him getting out and about a bit more. I'd love to see it. I absolutely love to see it. He's um, well, my mom, well he's my mum's favourite anyway. Yeah, mum's favourite. <laughs> and you know, when the Wrecking Crew come out, you get boo. And I guess to my mum's like <laughs> <laughs> secret claps. <laughs> but yeah, it's literally like that up to the side. Like that. <laughs> nah, don't always one. Someone has to. <laughs> Uh, um, speaking of Aces High, you are quite a busy mate. Of course, mm-hmm. you wrestled Lucy Sky. Yeah, lost. But, uh... <laughs> 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 <Not enough>, but... <laughs> and and then you were one of the lumberjacks for the lumberjack match. I was. Yeah. And you were stationed pretty much dead center in front of me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Prime real estate. <laughs> and when it hit the fan, you and Leah had a Leah Raven had quite the encounter as well. That was quite a night. And I I, oh, I absolutely loved it. It was absolutely incredible. Like what 
how was that night for you, that, that entire show? Um, it was a bit bittersweet, the show, because obviously um, at the beginning, um, quite early on, Lucy broke her arm. Um, so obviously in that sense, you know, that was yeah, kind yeah. of, it's always sad to see someone hurt themselves. Of course. Um, but for the rest of the show, um, uh, you can actually say power to Lucy for finishing that match with Tonga, by yeah. the way. Mm-hmm. Um, absolute warrior. Um, but yeah, the rest of the show, everybody seemed into it. Uh, the Lumberjack match was great. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Nate Reese is another one who knows how to jaw jack with the crowd. Oh um, my god! <laughs> yeah, there he is. Um, I'll be honest. I'm one of these people whose memory is really, really bad. So these nights, <laughs> shows can become a bit of a blur until someone turns around to me. Yeah, do you remember that match? And I go, Oh yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> Sometimes, I, for, even for my own stuff from the past, I have to turn, turn around to Lance and I have to be like, did this happen or am I making this up? And then Lance will go, no, no, this happened, but then this happened, it didn't happen. And I'm like, right, okay, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, he remembers my matches better than I do, so. I can empathise with you, though. <laughs> yeah, my memory is medically terrible, so... I 100% empathise with you. It's, yes, it's shit. (laughs) (laughs) But it is what it is. There we go. Other than Lucy Sky, which she said, like, 100% massively agree props to her for finishing the match because she is truly well and truly a warrior and I can't wait for her to be back in that ring. Yeah. Bigger, better and stronger. Yeah. but the the rest of um, that that show was truly just so fun and so so good and it's it's one of those I love being part of that I love like the back and forth with the crowd with the with the rest of them everything back and forth with like you things like that and it's I've I've said I can't I think it's a drinking game now for how many times I said that. It's that wrestling on this podcast, that wrestling gives well and truly an escape from everything that goes on in your life. I think if if everyone clipped, if if someone was to clip every time I said that, it would be a drinking game and (laughs) we'd get rather pissed. But it's true. It is. It is true. Like Whenever shit's going on, for a few hours of your life, you go out there and whether you're a wrestler or a fan, it, it it's a step away yeah. in your life. And you just you're in a room full of like-minded people who are there for the same thing. I mean it's that's yeah. them. Absolutely. Yeah, totally agree. And it, it's incredible. It's and I I can't wait for Summer Smash. That's one thing I can't wait for. Yeah. It'll be good. I mean the LW LWF shows are always good. See what I mean? I do it as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the LWF shows are always a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, very much looking forward to Summer Smash. It's a different vibe, LWF. It's, yeah. it's very family orientated, but it's, it, it, 
the wrestlers themselves, it, it is a family. And I, I've been welcomed into that family, even though I'm not a wrestler. Yeah. It's, it, so yeah, it's a lot of gratitude for them, a lot of gratitude for Mr. For Mr. Stevie B as well. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't, can't wait. And then the after party will be very fun as well. <laughs> Will we be seeing you at the after party? Um, probably <laughs> not. Only because it's. I mean, I I was living in Liverpool. Now I'm living in Cheshire, so it is Ooh. quite a trek back to mine from Chorley. So, but yeah. um, if you did want to get to a TNT show, the next TNT show, Summer Explosion, is on my birthday. Oh. So. Yeah, this is your birthday month, isn't it? It is. It's August. It's my birthday month. Um, I don't. I don't think Jay will quite let me make that TNT show all about me. Oh but well. I'll just mention it to people who are passing by. That's fine. Tell everyone. Yeah. Just tell everyone when you're out there. Just get the microphone. Just tell everyone. It's your birthday. <laughs> Treat me with respect. Get Mike Angus to make an announcement. Oh, well, I'm sure Mike will do it. Come on. Oh, I'm sure he would as well. My he loves dog. as well, Mike. Mad dog. Mad dog, yeah. Mike. Hero of professional wrestling. <laughs> and this will be, this podcast, because I will be uploading the one I did mm-hmm. a few days ago tonight, and this will be going up in two weeks. So um, basically, everyone, it is Stacey's birthday month, so wish her, wish, wish her a happy birthday. August 25th specifically. <laughs> Birthday month. Fam. <laughs> uh, it's um yeah, um if if I can make it, I'd love to. But money-wise at the moment, not great. I'm on no pay at the moment off work. Right. So it's definitely just I'm I think at the moment it's RWF shows and possibly nothing else purely because of money yeah um i've been off work for six months now okay oh great but uh so yeah nil pay so it's it we're trying to uh i'm trying to be a bit bit uh it's one of them as a fan you just do what you can you know nobody's expecting you to show up to every single show yeah because i mean not just for yourself but times are tough for a lot of people at the minute so um yeah i don't think people should feel pressure to attend every single wrestling show at the moment um yeah look at cards look at what's nearby you know support your local indie yeah all that sort of thing yeah yeah massively massively Um, i couldn't i from personal experience i I can't hype up the Northwest scene enough. I seriously can't. So if, if you can get yourself down to a show, it's. I, th- I think I think if people haven't seen an indie show and they only know WWE, they don't know how different they are. Yeah. I, it, it's a completely different animal. It's so yeah. different, but it, they don't know until they've been and I, th- 
I've spoken to so many people who said, oh, this is my first time going to a show. I said, how was it? I said, I loved it. I, I, this is it now. This is me. I, I, I'm coming again. This, the other. And that is the best thing to hear all yeah. the time. Absolutely. All the time. Yeah. More than merrier. The more the merrier. Because if you sell out shows and you're helping, you're helping, you're helping yourself by taking yourself out for a couple of hours on a weekend and you're helping the wrestlers as well. Yeah. Helping the promoters. So it's a win-win for everyone. It is. It's absolutely a win-win for everyone. Well, Stacey, is, is there anything you'd like to plug? It has been the utmost pleasure. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, I am on Twitter, at Stacey Rose. I'm on Instagram at I am Stacy Rose. I do have a Facebook page as well, but I don't use that so often. But if you search for Stacy Rose, you'll probably find me. Um, hang on, let me look at my calendar. So this will go two weeks today, you say? Mm-hmm. Indeed. So I will be oh no, we are on August. So two weeks today, sixteenth. <laughs> So this weekend on August 20th is LWF <laughs> Summer Smash. <laughs> and you will be able to find me on the 27th at Kingdom of Wrestling in Southport. Um, and I will also be at TNT Summer Explosion on the 25th. And actually the night before that is Flawless Victory as well, which is a new concept show that TNT are trying out. Ooh. I imagine. I'll be on that as well. By the time this goes out, I will probably know for sure if I'm going to be really good for that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, there's a bunch of dates for your diaries if you want to bump into me anywhere. So. Write them all down now. Yeah. <laughs> now. Pause this video and write them down. <laughs> Stacey, it has been an absolute pleasure. This has this has been one I've been wanting to do for a while. So thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you. It's been a blast. Stacey is an upcoming talent, a champion already. You don't want to miss her. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you later.